Fans, we know that relationships, they are difficult. And relationships around basketball, whether a, a husband coaches or a wife coaches, spouse partner they coach, it's, it's stressful. And today's episode has, well, it features two coaches that are married, a husband and a wife. They are both head coaches of very successful programs. And oh, by the way, their teams just played each other. I mean, are you kidding me? Like, what in the world is so awesome that to have Ashley Sapecki and Phil Stern back on the show? Their teams just played. You'll hear all about how the night went, all the pageantry, the game itself, the family, the feelings, everything. Such a historic night. And through a little bit of research, found that basically this is the first time in college basketball history that a husband and a wife have played each other in a game. It's an incredible story. We can't wait to get to it. But before we do, check out ttubes.com slash 816 basketball for incredible coaching resources from the great Steve Collins. Again, ttubes.com slash 816 basketball and Billy Kegler and the Competitive Mindset Podcast. We all know there are great podcasts in the world. I mean, heck, you're listening to one right now, but the Competitive Mindset Podcast with Billy Kegler, such a great show. Check him out wherever you get your podcast and on social media at Competitive Pod. Hello and welcome to the Greatest Games Podcast brought to you by 816 Basketball. I'm one of your hosts, Brian Rosefield. I'm joined by my co-host, Chris de Blasio. Thank you, Brian. Pleasure to be here on the Greatest Games Podcast. As always, a chance for us to catch up with basketball coaches around the country and have them tell us about their greatest game. As always, it can be their time as a head coach, an assistant coach, a college coach, a high school coach, or a couple of coaches who have made NCAA history. They have made history, and they're also making history by coming back on the show. Uh, the, you know, I, I feel like that's history in and of itself. But we have today the husband and wife dynamic duo, I think is how we referred to them last time. We have the head coach of Rutgers University, Newark, Ashley Sapicki, and the head coach of the College of Mount St. Vincent, Phil Stern back on the show to talk about an incredible game, but welcome back to the show, you two. Hey guys, thank you. Thanks, we, we appreciate it. Do we get a plaque for coming back a second time or something? You do. We'll get you a Absolutely. Plaque. Brian, is that in the Ridgeview budget? We got a plaque in the Ridgeview budget. Well, you know, I'm an ethical AD, so I can't use Ridgeview <laughs> funds for a podcast that I do in my personal time, but we can get a plaque in the mail, that's for sure. Just can't guarantee the size of what that thing will be. <laughs> Well, Brian, let's get right into it. These two uh, made history earlier this week. As far as we know, I talked to Phil before the game, said as far as any research we could do, it's the first time in NCAA basketball history where a husband and wife have coached against each other in a regular season basketball. It, yeah, and I, I, these, these are the times that I wish this podcast was a video podcast, you know, so it's obviously, like you say, Chris de Blasio, a husband and wife, they come on, they are in the same room, y'all, after playing each other, and we all know that basketball games don't end in a tie, so somebody won, somebody <laughs> lost, it. they're both winners in our book, but guys, go into it, this game uh, had to be just such an incredible experience uh, for both of you, I've seen a little bit of the backstory about how the game really came about. Just maybe a conversation on the couch, but t- take us all the way through how this game came about and how it went. Yeah. 
Well, you know, like you read, Ashley was sitting on the couch watching probably a game one day and hanging out with the dogs. And Ashley just says, hey, why don't we uh, why don't we play? And this is this is pre pandemic. So we were going to play last year um, at, at CMSV. Uh, and, uh, you know, we talked about it. We laughed about it. It, it, it seemed pretty cool a couple of years out. Once the day came, I didn't feel that great about it. Uh, you know, uh, you know, we woke up uh, that morning and I had to go in really early to get a lot of things done. And I had to get ready. We had our Hall of Fame banquet last night as well. And uh, and I said to her, you know, what time are you coming over? You know, <laughs> what time? What time is the bus leaving? And she's like, just go. I got to deal with the dogs right now. You know, it's like a weird <laughs> beginning to the day. Yeah. I think again, I think he felt differently. I kind of was just like, Oh, it's another game. Um, I can't even recall really. There was like two times I looked down at him, but it was really just coaching my team and and playing a game. And um, I thought it was cool. I would like to continue it, but he said to me after he goes, I don't know if we should do this again. So, I don't <laughs> Well, you know, we, we, uh, we had a lot of friends and family there, you know, which was awesome. And we had a lot of great support from both of our campuses. Um, our teams were both excited, um, you know, for the game. I don't, I know my team didn't know how to react. I only have three returning players. So a lot of them, you know, really don't know Ashley, but I had a little surprise for them when they, when they walked in their locker room, Ashley could tell you about that. Yeah. So my girls have met Phil several times, so they're very comfortable with him they like to joke with him and but so we got to the locker room and they always go in first I'm after and I hear oh my god oh wow and it's like our wedding pictures (laughs) it's like all these photos oh Phil's so cute he's so nice and I'm like okay all right I like it softening up the opponent I was was trying to soften them up get them off their game a little bit I knew Ashley (laughs) wouldn't care you know, kind of getting their heads a little bit, uh, you know, before before tip. So, Brian, I'm going to interject myself into this story here because I attended the game. Uh, first of all, I want to say I've never been to the College of Mount St. Vincent. It is a beautiful campus yeah. right on the Hudson River, Brian. It is. It was also the middle of a storm as I was getting there, but <laughs> but it's a really pretty campus. The gymnasium, uh, again, Brian, you saw the pictures I sent. They've got a really beautiful gym there. They must have some athletic director you know, doing the right thing. Thank you. Uh, and I got to sit with the great Dave Siplicki, who we've had on the podcast, Ashley's father, and Phil's dad I met, and was a, and I sat with the two of them for the game. That's pretty cool. We apologize. <laughs> well, I said, and and uh, and I know Ed Cromer very well, Ashley. Yeah, who, right. Who now, he's the nicest guy you'll yes. ever meet. He yes. is the nicest human being yes. ever. Brian, Ed was the AD for my sister when my sister coached swimming. Oh, okay. Okay. And he's just a great, great guy. guy. He's a family friend of the Siplickies. And uh, so I was sitting with them and I said, to, just before tip off, I said, now guy, I said to him, I said, I've never been married. I said, but Phil knows he's supposed to lose this game, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> no, his dad admitted. He said, I don't think he does. <laughs> well, <laughs> There was a lot of apprehension right before the game. I mean, we took a nice photo of both teams together in in the um, dog rescue uh, T-shirts, and we took a picture with the ball and everything. And then then the game started. Look, I've coached like 700 basketball games, and I really didn't know what to do. (laughs) 
when the game started because I'm like, how competitive am mm. I supposed to be? And I, you know, I'm looking around. We all of our friends and family are there. Uh, but then there was a bad call, and then they were up, and then the game. You know, once you yelled a ref, the game started. Yeah. <laughs> And, and I think we both got on the rest pretty good yeah. for a while. Yeah. Well, it was, Brian, it was interesting sitting, especially with Dave, you know, being a basketball coach and stuff and him and I were chatting and he would say, Oh, that's a great move. Or that's a good play on defense. But it was for like both teams. <laughs> right. You know, I, I do the same, I, you know, one, one of their girls made a, a great move and I'm like, Oh, great move. You can't defend that. What am I going to do? Like, <laughs> You know, one of her girls, you know, we, we wouldn't leave her, you know, in the corner for a three. Cause you know, we know she's a great shooter. She looked at me. She's like, you know, what are you doing? I'm like, well, not <laughs> only to shoot, you know, like you've had dinner at our house, but you can't just make a three. <laughs> I would imagine that that anxiety had to be a a little bit high for for both of you coming into the game. And I Chris was texting me before the game, sending me photos and during the game. And I was super jealous not to be able to make it. That just sounded like just a special night. And you mentioned the dog rescue, the, the special needs animal rescue and rehabilitation group that was there. Did uh, am I understanding right? All the proceeds from the tickets went yeah. to that group. Is that right? T-shirt sales. So yeah. the mission was free and. Uh, we, we got a nice donation, too, from one uh, Metro team, our vendors. And, uh, you know, we had a nice shirt with their logo on it, our logos on it. And, uh, you know, we sold them. Our student athlete um, advisory committee was good enough to sell the T-shirts during the game. And I think we made seven or eight hundred dollars for them. They had a couple of dogs at the game, which were the biggest hit, actually. Yeah. Of the yeah. Day. They were out in the hallway the whole day. Yeah. It made the uh, loss a little easier, you know. Well, I, I, now that you mentioned it, I wasn't going to bring it up, but uh, you talk, about, <laughs> talk about the actual game and I mean, all the, the pageantry around it. I love hearing all that. and I love hearing about the game, but tell us about the, how the game actually went. Yeah, I mean, I think um, I, Phil is a great coach. I mean, I go to him for everything, too. I'm so lucky that I have a whole family that coaches and then I married a coach. So it's like, we're constantly, you know, I'm asking him for advice on things. So a lot of the stuff he does, we do too. It's just a little different. Um, so I knew he'd have a good game plan. Um, we were down a starter, so that hurt us. Um, and then we didn't really play to our, our potential till the fourth quarter. And then we kind of cut it and it was made it such a fun game and made him crazy. Um, but you know, I, th- I think that if maybe there was another five minutes, we would have gotten it, but that's, that's our doing. We didn't play as well as, as we should have. And they played a great game. They have some terrific scores and they did a great job. You know, and, and again, they, they played on Tuesday and Thursday. Mm-hmm. We hadn't played till the, since the previous Friday in our opener, we had a game, canceled because of um you know COVID situation with the other team on Wednesday so we had a whole week to prepare for the game there's nothing more I don't like anything more than being able to prepare for one game in a whole week uh, it's like a, a tournament situation and um you know we we, we played really well yeah. I mean you know we played uh we, we played a zone the whole game because we can't guard them man to man and I thought our kids did a great job of being active and knowing where their shooters were and um, you know, they were down one of their scores, which certainly, certainly helped us. But, um, you know, we went up by about 16 at one point, 17 in the fourth, 17. And, uh, 
you know, uh, I've lost many of those games in my career. So, uh, you know, I kept telling our team and it was in the scattering report. They're not going to give up. They're going to play hard till the end. They're going to come get you. Uh, and uh, certainly that 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 came to fruition. And, uh, you know, Ashley's right. Probably another two minutes and, 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 and it might have been a different outcome. Great officiating, by the way, All, always. So that was awesome. Oh, you had one line asked for one of the officials. I forget what it was, but I was laughing. Um, but I got now, Brian, again, I got some inside information with who I was sitting with uh, that one of Ashley's starters did get hurt earlier in the week. And uh, that Phil was trying to pepper Ashley into finding out who was going to oh, start yeah. <laughs> for that starter. But uh, that was not revealed until game time, I believe. Yeah. You, you know, we're both very into scattering reports. We're very diligent. So I'm trying to do a scatter report. I don't know who the fifth starter is going to be. So I asked her one night. I'm like, who's the fifth starter? She's like, I'm not telling you. Meanwhile, he changed his whole starting lineup, too. So it was like. It wasn't good for either of us. Well, but we I had, won, we the, went small. You went big, right? But I got the volleyball players back. That, yeah. That's that's the reason. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I'm like I, I, I just get I guess wrong, of course. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, on uh, on the starters, but um, but it was interesting. You know, um, she's yelling at the refs. They come down. I'm like, what's she saying? Like, you know, what's what's happening down there? You know, and um, you know, we have so many people that that I'm a different coach than I was years ago. Um, and there's so many people that kind of, you know, see me in a different light right now because I've been coaching for so long. It was cool to have them all there, though, and, and be a part of this. And it was really competitive at the end. I really got into it. Oh, yeah. At the end, because in the end, I'm like, I want our young ladies to win the game. Yeah. Uh, we have a conference game on Tuesday. We can be 2-0. and oh. We could have a lot of confidence. And so um, I, I, I was like, I need to. I need to coach them up and teach them some lessons too at the end here. Uh, forget about who we're playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ashley, I was joking with, with Chris uh, Saturday. He told me about the deficit in the fourth and that y'all made just a fiery, stormy comeback. And I said, did what did she call a timeout and say, girls, Phil's left the, the dishes in the dishwasher all week. Y'all need to, or like just what, but really in all seriousness, what ignited that run uh, and like, like Bill saying, if a couple more minutes, the game might've been a little bit different. We just, we played how we should have played the whole game. Um, you know, we're, we're still, we have a, an older group now, but we have a lot of new younger kids too. It's a, it's really a, a mix of, of both. And I think that we just, we struggle sometimes at starting games. And then if we don't kick it, in till the end, then the outcomes like that happen. But like what the way that we played in that fourth quarter is how we know we can play. And I hope that will continue because we have two games next week too. So we just got to feed off of what was, what was good and not focus on uh, the bad, you know, we've kind of, we watched Ted Lasso now. I don't know if you guys do. And I said to my team the other day that the 10 second memory of a goldfish. So we're kind of just moving on to the next and you got to just keep going. Brian, what ignited what ignited the play was number three, Samaya Horton. Yeah, she's that's great. what ignited the play yeah. in the fourth quarter. Yeah, okay. when, she, when she turns it on, it's like yeah, unstoppable. She's a really good player. She was at the top of our scattering report. We did a good job on her most of the uh, most of the day, and 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 in my players' defense too, they were exhausted. We only played like six kids, and yeah, uh, they they wore us down, and uh, we just hung on. Yeah. I see Samaya. Phil, Phil's got a Phil's got a terrific player, a little lefty. What's her name? Um, uh, Victoria Hanley. Yeah, yeah she's yeah, she's Victoria senior. Uh, 
just has an all-around game, pass, yeah. shoot, dribble. Yeah, smart. Yeah. yeah, smart play. Your dad was like raving about her. Yeah, she, who, my dad or her dad? <laughs> her dad. Okay. Her dad. <laughs> I'm sure I had Kramer too, but uh, <laughs> yeah, well, Ashley doesn't know this either. And I didn't tell her this, but last night I had a host uh, oh. Hall of Fame banquet uh, at CMSV. And uh, um, at the beginning, I was bragging about how well our fall sports did. Our mm-hmm. men's soccer team was in the NCAA tournament yesterday. Women's volleyball made the semifinal of women's soccer. And it's been probably the best fall we've had in years. And I said, and, and uh, you know, point of personal preference here, uh, we did beat my wife's team uh, this afternoon. <laughs> Everyone got a good kick out of that. <laughs> well, both of those young ladies ended up with 19 points here. Looking at the stats, stat sheet's pretty, pretty even when you look at it, except there was a little, little bit of a difference in field goal percentage. It looks like, but and foul uh, shots, I would, I would say too. Uh, oh yes, Ooh, uh, yeah. That's that's a that's speaking like a coach right there, Ashley. Uh, Phil's game. Well, 30, now, hold on. I mean, we did miss sixteen. That's <laughs> and then secondly, we practice not fouling. We we I literally tell our kids not to foul because when women's basketball went to four quarters and and five fouls equals two shots yeah. in a quarter, you cannot foul. Hmm. So you have to work on that. And we play mostly zone and we work on, on not fouling. And I'm sure that was in her scouting report. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, and, and the referees need to need to go along with that and not call foul. <laughs> well, I will say that I will say this, Ashley, a little bit of it is, is Phil has that big girl who got a bunch of offensive rebounds and got yeah. fouled on putbacks and stuff like yeah. that. And she was bigger than anyone. No, and, and we play totally. We're so aggressive and, you know, we yeah. were trying to trap and get all over the place. So we know we're going to get those calls. Uh, and I knew he wasn't going to foul. So. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my first rodeo. <laughs> so that, that I do have a question about that. Like I'm, I'm assuming that in normal years, y'all are sharing information about your teams. And like Ashley, so you, you talk to Phil, I'm sure Phil's asking you questions. Y'all just bouncing ideas off each other. Is there a drop dead date for uh, when those conversations just end as you come up to this, this, this game, this matchup, or just all season long off season, you're just like, Nope, Nope, Nope. Not saying a word at all. No. no and I say this too, like, um, a lot of schools are still so secretive about scouting reports and, and scouting and, you know, every game's online now. So it's like, everyone's going to know what you're doing. So who cares? Like, so, yeah. you know, when coaches call to ask me things, sure. You could have the film. I don't like, what's the big secret here. So there shouldn't be any secrets anymore yeah. with, 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 with this, you know, there's Technology. no, it's not VCRs anymore. Yeah. Or with yeah. VCR. I mean, everyone sees everything. <laughs> the only, the biggest, the one advantage Ashley had is, you know, we, we do this thing where we call again after every, we'll run plays and we go one again, two again, three again. Are you sure you want to say again. this? I don't care. <laughs> and it's a counter. So the base on out of bounds play is one. And then we get another base on out of bounds and we call one again. And usually the opponent, the opponent thinks we're running the same play. Yeah, but Ashley's down to yelling. It's the same. It's a counter. It's a counter. Uh, and, but, and so we had inside information on that, too. Yeah, that's yeah. apparently. Uh, Dave Siblicki's play. Oh, no, 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 please. No, no, no. Oh, well, he made, oh, no, no. He made it sound like it was his play because he was talking to his girls about it. So of yeah. course he did. We can let him think. That. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, let's bring in our special guest tonight. Dave. <laughs> Look at <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> well, Brian, there is, there is another battle brewing in this household. 
And that is that Dave apparently has a, a pretty good team this year at Dumont High School. He was bragging about how good they're going to be. I know he's not going to like me saying that now. Mm. <laughs> but uh, there's a recruiting battle going on. There's three or four girls that are being recruited by both of these schools. Wow. There were four four of them there last night, uh, yeah. yesterday afternoon at the game. And, uh, I, you know, they visit a couple of them, but they're twins, two of my. We're probably not supposed to talk about recruits, but who cares? But there's two, uh, two of them are twins, and they uh, they visited me on a on a Friday morning, and then they were going straight, yeah, uh, to Ashley on uh, on on the in the afternoon. And I don't normally get into like talking about other schools and other coaches. I was yeah. like, but I was like, wow, you're going to see really me and coach right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know how that goes. Well, and the first thing their mother said to me is, you are your father. And I was like, yeah, I know. Well, I was going to say this, Ashley. I've seen your father coach, and um, you reminded me a lot of him. Where, Brian, there's an intensity there, but they don't stand up and aren't as demonstrative as you think. I mean, your father is definitely a sitter-downer during coaching. Depends. Like, He's changed. Well, yeah. And you were, so I thought you'd be up and be more demonstrative and Phil was up more than you were. Yes. It kind of, you know, it's changed. Like he said too, like things, you know, as you grow and, you know, during the pandemic, I think things definitely changed. You know, actually some of my older girls were, were mad at me for not being as hard on, on the, the new kids, but it was during COVID and it was such a bizarre weird uh, year that maybe I did change a little bit in the way that I do coach to more, you know, empathetic and more what my players needs are. And, you know, they're all different, but I, I mean, I do, I think I get after it. I think that women don't get respected as, as much, um, you know, in the coaching world. And when you act like that, we get teed up. Whereas if a man does that, they don't get teed up. Um, not saying that has stopped me before, but <laughs> I think that if that's the way that I want to coach, that's the way I'm going to coach. And, and my girls, I think reacts pretty well to, to how I, my style is. And, you know, I'm, I think I'm fun to watch because it's a little entertaining sometimes, you know, with my <laughs> heel stomping and, and stuff like that. But, but I don't always love to, to be compared to my dad. <laughs> No, like I said, it's not, it's definitely, there is a respect and you can tell you are in charge right. and that your players listen to you, yeah. but it's not a constant like up and yelling yeah. and screaming type of, yeah. you know, but there, you were definitely in charge. And I love the fact, both of you coaching that you weren't speaking constantly and saying stuff all the time. That's one of my pet peeves of coaches, coaches who are constantly talking. I always say to them, what did you do in practice? Right. Yeah. If you have to constantly yeah. Right. Yeah. Joystick coaching. I mean, you know, one of the things that that I in Division three, that's a little more difficult for me is um, not you don't have as much time with your with your players. And especially we just got two yeah. volleyball players back that have barely practiced. So I had to spend a little more time telling people where to be than I normally would like to. Mm -hmm. Normally it would be like the back of your hand. And, um, you know, because we've had so little time with them and only three returning players that's going to be a theme for us like over the next month is just making sure we need where we need to be to get through the day. Yeah. Well, I think that those, those statements there, those stories there take me back to y'all's episode, I believe it was episode 118 where y'all really talked about just developing the, the whole person, not just the basketball player. It's just the mental health. It's everything. And I love Blas, how you say that about 
about these coaches that they they are in charge, but they are just not constantly just verbally berating kids over and over and over again. The kids know exactly what to expect. So I love I love to hear that. And again, I'll just say it again. I wish I was there. I, have a, I, I hope there's a round two so I can make it next year. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know, right. So- I do have a question. Ashley probably got home before you did, Phil. I was talking to you after the game. You said you had the Hall of Fame uh, thing that later that night. Uh, who who did the who were the dogs rooting for, and do they know who won? I mean, Def- I'm, the, I'm the favorite. So. Yeah, <laughs> definitely Ashley. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, she she's uh, in charge of the. You say she's in charge of her team. She's in yeah. charge of the dogs, also. <laughs> I, I guess of me as well. She's in charge of, but um, yeah, she actually she hits. She was not happy with the route the bus driver took home. Oh. I was getting those texts. Was like, <laughs> Again, we, we you know it's interesting. We did a joint press conference afterwards. Mm. It, it'll be put up soon by our. SID, we had we had some fun with that, and then we, we got to see our, our family, and then they got on the bus, and uh, about a half hour later, she's like, we shouldn't be going through the city, should we? I'm like, absolutely not. <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> there was, I, actually, I will say this, on my directional thing, it showed a big backup on 9A, so we actually went down the Sawmill River Parkway. Yeah. And yeah, I was like, what? Yeah. But yeah. I know. Oh, <laughs> it was terrible. So we were miserable on the bus then. <laughs> But my, my girls have been talking a lot, too, about me being a Virgo, and I don't know all these things, but that the way that I act is very Virgo-like. <laughs> Brian, I know I know you don't maybe have any more questions, and this isn't really a question. This is a statement, Brian, and like you said, you wanted to be there. It was so much fun to be there and, uh, and seeing the families of both of them uh, interact before, during, and after the game and and – I think more than anything, it was a celebration of these two families that obviously have formed this union with you guys in marriage. And you can see that your families genuinely get along and that, that you guys, you know, enjoy your in-laws and there were aunts and uncles and yeah. cousins and friends and all kinds of people there. It was, it was a really, really neat experience. Definitely a unique experience that you guys will, will have a story to tell. Yeah. Forever. It was really nice. No, that and I think Brian, you asked about doing it again. And so, so after the game, I was like, I don't know if I would do this again. <laughs> I think because we won, like, I think it was harder to win because you're like, was I, like you said earlier, were you supposed to win? Like, how are you supposed to feel? That's why I never used to play when I was a division one coach. I hated playing my friends because someone had to lose. Yeah. Why, why not go beat someone you don't like or you don't know or, you know, you know, someone's going to be miserable. And I asked it wasn't miserable because it was a great day, but. Yeah. Somebody actually has to get an L, you know, uh, on their schedule. Yeah. But it was, we said it was so great too, because we had played two games prior to that, that allowed no fans still. So my, some of my freshmen that are now sophomores, their parents haven't seen them play in college yet. So to be able to go to that game was, was, I mean, Kelly Martinez is from Fairlawn and she's a sophomore now. Her parents were front row and just couldn't have had a better time. So it was just such a nice thing to be back to semi-normal and you know playing basketball and playing against your husband which isn't normal i guess clearly not (laughs) you know our president our president was at the game and and uh came on the court to meet ashley after we have a new president dr burns who's wonderful and comes to every event and she thought it was like she's a dog lover too and she thought it was just the coolest thing ever uh and i think she commented on how high ashley's heels were (laughs) Uh, during the game. They were big heels. They were, yeah. there's no doubt. She, you know, because she's taller than me with the heels. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like she was... I'm short enough already, and then she's got these giant <laughs> heels on. 
Well, I don't know many. I'm trying to think, Cristobal, as you know, a good many coaches. I don't know a husband and a wife uh, that both are coaches, but I think, Chris, just to echo what you're saying, a little bit that I've gotten to know you guys, a little bit I've got to know Dave. Uh, I don't know if another duo could have pulled it off in the way that y'all pulled it off, where it just sounds like, I mean, it's, obviously it was a basketball game, it was competitive, but just the pageantry, as I mentioned earlier, around it with the the photos and the 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 the, the, the dog group. Yeah, there's the dog. The dog's even in the room now. Like it just sounded, and, and even now that I'm joking that y'all are in the same room, but it's just like this is just awesome. We played a game. It was tough. It was competitive. Somebody won. Somebody lost. And hey, we're moving on. I just, I just, I think it's a great story. And uh, I hope, I hope podcasts bigger than ours pick it up and then give y'all some more more publicity that is that is much much deserved. How could it be bigger than you? This is the greatest game yeah, podcast. You right. Right. This is now the greatest it's game. The, it's all in the name, right? It's all in the name. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's Brian, I will say this. It was, it was, I was like a mini celebrity there because everyone in the family had listened to this, to yeah. their episode and Dave's episode. So like everyone was like, Oh, it's the podcast guy. Yeah. Well, you know, our, our president, um, uh, actually uh instagrammed or tweeted or something because i had said her new slogan is the right place on the river on the podcast for you guys and she blasted it out too because mm-hmm. she was thrilled about it last time uh, as well so you are famous on our campus as well yeah i like it, I like it. that's great that's awesome the right place on the river too yeah and i hate that missed that too and yeah. the school is in the bronx is that correct yeah. riverdale yeah uh, beautiful area um, so nice beautiful campus and uh just so much um to look forward to with that with our new administration as well that's, that's, that's really cool. Well, anything else, guys, that we need to know about the game that we haven't covered? I mean, it just sounded like it just sounded like a, a great night. Anything that we haven't mentioned that, that we definitely need to talk about? I thank God. Just shout out the SNAR um, Animal Rescue Group that we um, did this for. We adopted our, our dog during the pandemic through them. And so we just felt, um, you know, our passion for dogs and trying to save all of them i i would save all of them if i could uh i can't so if anybody can <laughs> so i'm a i'm a dog guy so tell me about this is again the special needs animal rescue and rehabilitation group up there so tell tell me more about it and where where can i adopt a dog <laughs> so they're in a uh, brewster new york but i i randomly found them you know we just kind of thought about getting another dog and it was during covid so i found them and and it just worked out within days. Um, and Artie was from Texas. They get a lot of their dogs from the South, uh, and bring them up in batches. And, you know, some of them have horrific injuries and and needs that they're paying for now. So any donations to them could help dogs immensely. Um, it's just a great cause. And so when we, when we, when we decided we were going to play, we said, well, let's do something, you know, charitable, and, uh, you know, we both play games for, um, you know, the KO Cantor Foundation already. We do the pink games. Uh, and so this is our passion, our, our, our dog. So we reached out. Uh, they were thrilled to partner with us. They got a little nervous once they saw there was some media. Yeah. They said, oh, my God, this is real. And, uh, you know, we, we told them that everything from the shirts will go will go to them. They actually up until Friday didn't know what what puppies they were bringing because they were getting. Uh, a shipment in from, I think, uh, Iowa or Tennessee, I think Tennessee. Yeah, and they brought the two smallest little puppies. I mean, people were going nuts. I think his brother might end yeah. up with one. I mean, yeah. people were nuts. my team was there to like two hours after the game in the yeah. hall, in the lobby with them. Um, so it's just a great uh, organization. And um, I'm surprised we didn't 
come home with another dog yesterday. Well, Brian, Ashley's quote while walking off the court, they had to walk past this lobby to go to the locker room. She goes, adopt all the dogs. Is yeah. what she said to the I'm looking, I'm looking at the website right now, snarglepeace.org, and Alfie is calling my name. Dale <laughs> Young, Plot Hound 50. Oh, man, he is gorgeous. So, yes, snarglepeace.org. Uh, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Well, Brian, one other thing, too, that, that a lot of people asked us about after the game was we, we didn't shake hands or hug or anything because our Skyline Conference rules are, you know, when the game ends, all you can do is wave, you know? And so that was a weird part of the game as yeah. well like i was just like all right we're out like you know especially because my kids really love phil too so i'm sure they wanted to shake his hand even though well, they me love. and the photographer i had my phone ready and the photographer had his camera ready the guy who yeah. was there taking pictures we were both assuming that there was going to be a meeting at half court and there wasn't yeah, yeah. Uh, could have been a bunch who knows <laughs> <laughs> but it was awesome well, but, we will tag Brian. We'll tag the the animal rescue and, oh, and hashtag and pictures and everything. We'll, Thank we'll, you. We'll, Absolutely. Uh, put this episode out. That'd be Absolutely. awesome. Absolutely. Well, guys, um, yeah. Again, snarnortheast.org. Before I misspeak, they do have cats as well, and I'm a cat guy as well. So there you go. Are you? Wow. Abby's on here, and <laughs> goodness gracious, they're just they're gorgeous. But y'all, uh, such a pleasure to have you back. And um, making history, like like Boss said, and uh, wish you nothing but but the best moving forward. And uh, we'll be following, and uh, wish you best of luck. But both teams moving forward. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you guys uh, covering this. Really nice of you. Yes. We appreciate you coming back. We'll go ahead and button this one up for my co-host Chris De Blasio. I am Brian Rosefield, and thank you for listening to this episode of the Greatest Games. <laughs>